Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, world, and welcome to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio. My name is Kyle Thomas. I'm a pop culture astrologer. We have a dazzling show planned for you today with cosmic starlight that we can harness inside of our lives and endeavors and relationships, as well as fun, interesting, and scandalous Hollywood news. We have a celebrity guest here today who is a great friend of mine whom I love and have had the honor of knowing for several years, and I can't wait to dive into her stars as well. Hello everyone, Sam Davidson here, entertainment news journalist, pop culture junkie, obsessed with everything celebrity. I'm basically an encyclopedia and I am super excited to introduce you to our special guest, Sari DeYoung. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm so good. How are you doing? I'm super excited to meet you because you've been in a lot of stuff that I really, really love. Oh my gosh, what? Uh, I'm a big, huge, huge fan of Freeform, so good Trouble is like my new favorite show. Freeform's the best. I love Freeform. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about you. You are an actress and director, of course, based in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and you've like are in front and behind of the camera. That is correct. Very cool. You are currently a recurring role in Freeform's Good Trouble, like we just talked about, and. The show on CBS, I see it all the time. Is it SWAT or do they say S-W-A-T? No, they call it SWAT. Okay, SWAT. (laughs) SWAT fly. Yes. So that's also like a really huge show, which I'm sure has been a really cool experience. It has. That one, I've gotten a lot of people from my hometown. I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I get a lot of like friends, like friends, parents, like people reach out to me and tell me that they saw me. I'm like, yes. Yeah, that's like middle of America gold right there. It kind of is like, it's a sort of like fun, like guns, like, you know, good stuff. We love it. And then you also are going to be appearing in Hulu's um, Into the Dark, which I've seen. It's really cool. They do this essentially kind of movie every month. It's like a mini movie. Yeah. So first of all, I'm just going to say I don't understand TV anymore. Just the, the way that the episodic landscape has been shifting consistently over the last few years is just wild to me. So yeah, Hulu is partnered with Blumhouse to do mm-hmm. the series Into the Dark, which is an anthology series. And each episode is released once a month. So it's different than like an anthology like Black Mirror, where they just all like a whole season will drop at once. They'll drop an episode per month. And what's crazy is, so for this episode, I haven't followed like the news along with Into the Dark as it's been progressing, but for the episode that I'm in, which is called Culture Shock, they're actually doing like a full-blown like premiere for it. That's so so cool. Yeah. so awesome. And I had no idea when I was just like signing on to just like do this episode. I'm like, oh, it's not really an episode. It's actually like a feature, it's a feature film Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. just part of a serialized yeah. bunch of features. I've seen a couple of so them cool. and they're crazy. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I need to watch them because I've seen some of the actors that are attached. Yeah. They, they're really good. Huge, yeah. So make sure that you guys check it out. That one's coming out in July. Yours is? Yes. It's cool. 4th of July. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be scary. <laughs> I love it. It's so- going to be really cool. I'm really amped on it. You've also directed films that have been screened at festivals domestically and abroad. You won Best Screenplay per your, for your film In Touch and Best Short, an Audience Award for Still Life, which received distribution with Shorts TV. So you have 
a lot going on and I'm so happy for you. She seems so sweet. Kyle speaks nothing but the best things of you. And so, Get yeah. better. Well, and the thing is, it's just like, you were one of the first people I met when I moved to Los Angeles. And you've always- Oh my always... God, that's so right. You were like here for a week. I, it was, I, it was, I know. And we were like, we were like driving on those bikes around the town. Scooters on that yes, 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 yes. And it was just, it was so cool because, you know, Obviously, you know, when you're building your tribe in Los Angeles, you know, you always, you know, keep tabs with people and there's certain people that I feel like I have, I'm, I'm so excited to see progress and grow and, and your career has been, you know, so explosive and you're so brilliantly talented and beautiful and... Stop, I'm gonna cry. No, I just, so I love nice. you, you know, like we, we, we've talked about like collaborating someday, <laughs> like making something happen, but like for real, like it's just so cool because, you know, even analyzing your chart and, and seeing what's coming and where you've been and, and the growth that you've been doing, you know, like you are on such an upward, you know, traje trajectory through the stars, you know, because of, of all of the things that you're doing. And then also like, I just love that you have your hands in such, you know, incredible roles as, as a director, you know, mm -hmm. as, as a content creator and then also as a star. So it's just so exciting to be legitimately your friend and a fan so i just love you <laughs> i love you too and also i feel like you might have predicted a lot of this stuff <laughs> i'm pretty sure i did because i know i've had you i've like recruited you to do tarot readings for me <laughs> for like new year's or like my birthday and i think you've like said all this stuff like all these big things are gonna happen for you and i'd be like <laughs> i hope so and now and now here I am, I'm like the busiest I've ever been. Yeah. Totally. And it's yeah. it's gonna continue. And like we it. are gonna figure out why and yeah. how when we do your reading later on in the episode. But before we get to all that good stuff, Kyle, tell us about our weekly forecast. So this week is really lovely. You know, I'm liking June a lot. We have some really fantastic, you know, planetary energy that we can harness in our lives. Mercury, the planet of communication, business, connection, the mind writing, communication, like I said, speaking, all of that, is now in Cancer. And so with that happening over the next couple of weeks, it's joining Mars, the planet of force and aggression and energy. And so there's a lot of this energy happening in Cancer. So we have a desire for, you know, really spending uh, our time and our, our, our ability connecting with people in a way that is going to be uh, very, very... Uh, qualitative to us. We want to make sure that it is going to be deeper. Uh, it's going to help us actually connect with our emotions even more as well. And so balancing the mind and the heart and how we are, you know, reaching our objectives through positive communication and, and understanding how we can communicate as authentically as possible. You know, I think that's really important, you know, in, especially in art, you know, really being able to get to the how we feel and in relationships. I know that we were talking about relationships before, mm -hmm. you know, I think like, how would you utilize that energy, Sari? As far as relationships go, it's certainly, you know, I've been doing a lot of work personally because I think I'm so, right, so I'm an Aries, I'm ruled by Mars, mm -hmm. and I personally can be a very, like, proactive, aggressive, like, assertive, that's just kind of my, my mm -hmm. go-to thing. I've been doing a lot of work personally to try to, like, harness my more feminine energies so that I'm bringing both of those things to the table whenever mm -hmm. I'm communicating, whether that's you know, in a love relationship or a friend relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, that's the way that's been manifesting for me. And I know that you've said before, Kyle, June is going to be like a very good month. Yeah. July is going to be a shit show. I, that's okay. So <laughs> I have this issue, which I'm sure a lot of people can 
relate to and I've talked about with my therapist. It's like when things are good and you've been talking for so long how Judah's going to be so good, it scares the crap out of me because mm-hmm. all I can think about is July and when the like goodness is going to be over. Because when people are miserable, they're like, don't worry, this won't last forever. But then when things are going really well, that also doesn't last forever. So it's just something I really struggle with because I'm excited about June, but I'm also scared when it goes away. Well, one thing that I feel like if we change our perspective on good versus bad, that may help us actually find a, a more productive way of, of harnessing the, the frequencies and, and the relationships and things that are happening to us. So, you know, rather than seeing it as bad or dark or evil, it's challenging and it's actually helping you evolve and grow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one of those things, it's, it's, it's the same thing with, you know, the more a pressure, the more pressure that you put to uh, a stone, it can become uh, a diamond, you know, that kind of metaphor. Yeah, I, yeah, specifically, yeah. Specifically, you know, whatever that, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know the exact metaphor, but, but that, I think that's important to think about because, you know, I actually, I was thinking yesterday about how, you know, these different relationships that I've gone through in the past that have not been, you know, they, they've been negative or they've been painful to me. And now, you know, I, I'm super excited because like I, I'm opening to better relationships that are more fulfilling and, you know, I'm not being in toxic situations where people are taking advantage of me or, you know, disrespecting me or not hearing my, my heart, you know, and, and, you know, we, we've all been in relationships where people have just been toxic, but now that you've been through that, you know, we can hopefully find something that is more uh, productive and healthy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, on a personal note, like, going through different, like, tougher toxic relationships mm-hmm. has really taught me just to be cool with being by myself also. Because oh, totally. That's also such a huge thing where it's just like, well, if I'm not going to take that time to really, like be strong mm-hmm. and flourish and be happy mm-hmm. on my own, then I'm just kind of doomed to repeat every single pattern that's been manifesting for the last who knows how long. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Anything else that we should look out yeah, for? Yeah. So I'll, I'll run through some of this stuff here. So Venus is going into Gemini on the 8th. So Venus is our, you know, how we experience romance and pleasure and connection. And so with it being in uh, Gemini, variety is going to be very exciting to us. We're going to feel, be feeling more social, communicative. We are interested in connecting with people. However, because Gemini is an air sign, they can be a little bit detached emotionally. You know, just really kind of focusing on you know, the the uh, stimulation that we're getting from different people rather than deeping, deeply diving into all of these important connections. So, you know, we also... Pride Month this year, you know, it's the summer is launching. We have a lot of festivities that are going. So that's why, you know, I think this is actually a blessed energy for us to connect with other people and allow that energy to really enhance our lives. The last thing I'll mention is that on the 10th, we have a very specific uh, dance in the sky between the sun and Jupiter, and they're directly opposed to each other. So this actual transit brings opportunities for success, good fortune, and increased happiness. So during, around this time, everything is going to start to feel like it's falling into place without too much effort. So you may actually be feeling luckier at this point in time. Take some chances around this, this, you know, these couple days because good fortune will be here. However, if things go so extremely well, don't let it go to your head. You know, don't be extremely boastful because it actually could, you know, lead you to something embarrassing if you're overlooking the details and just looking at how fabulous you think you feel. You said that was June 10th. 10th. 
And then also the 8th. Yeah, so it's going to be like, well, so the 8th, with Venus going into Gemini, that's going to last for a couple weeks. With mm. Mercury going into, or it's now in Cancer, it's that's going to last for a couple weeks. But this specific energy with the Sun and Jupiter, I'm really going to be starting to feel it for everybody around like 8th, 9th, definitely the 10th, and it'll start to trickle off around the 11th. That's so cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm very excited. Still a little bit scared for July, but you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do my best to enjoy it. Next, we are going to be talking about our pop culture stories of the week. We have some really good ones, so stay tuned. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio. And we are going to be diving into some really interesting, fun stories that have happened in Hollywood recently. The first one I'm going to talk about, um, this is just a little bit of a guilty pleasure for me. I don't, do you ever watch The Bachelor? Oh no, yes I do. Oh yes! You said the right words to me, honey. Okay, so our first story is Ari Lyondike Jr., who was a season 22 Bachelor, I believe, and Lauren Burnham, his wife who was the runner-up for his season. They just had their baby. Oh, congratulations to them. So uh, they're actually super interesting, and I read Kyle's notes on this, and so I'm just going to break it down for all of those listening that don't watch The Bachelor. Here is what happened, because it was the most dramatic ending of all time. It was such drama. Oh my gosh. So basically what happened is Ari was a bit of an older bachelor. He was on The Bachelorette years ago, and then they just randomly brought him back. They're like, who's this guy with gray hair? Like, why why should we care? And he had his season, and he ended up picking a girl named Becca Kufrin, and she was just really chill. All of his girls were really young. It was kind of weird. He was late 30s, um, maybe 40, actually. I think he might be 40 now. Girls were very young. He picked Becca and they seemed to be very happy. But then, um, so after the season ends, they do something called After the Final Rose where people, the winners get together and also the runner-up like gets to confront the person. So he took this opportunity um, to film him dumping Becca because he was still in love with the runner-up, Lauren. And Remember they presented it like real-time split screen? Oh yeah. That was wild. And Chris Harrison was like, this is the most honorable way that we could think of to present you with this like really real interaction. And it was like, oh my God, I felt like a creep. I just, and this girl was like, are you effing kidding me? And like, they're supposed to have a happy couples weekend and it just did not turn into that. And Lauren like wasn't, she was quiet on their season. She looked exactly like the girl whose whose bachelor season he was on. Um, just blonde, like, you know, kind she of keeps like herself. She other girls on that show. Like, yeah, it, she, exactly. Know, she have a personality? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Like, she was nice, but I'm like, and? Yeah. She's I mean, a Scorpio. She probably bangs really well. Yeah, Ooh. probably. <laughs> so Ari pulled this switcheroo. Becca ended up being the next Bachelorette. She's engaged now. She's in love. All's well that ends well. And But like America hated Ari and Lauren. And they're like, no, we're serious. You know, we are going to get married before any of these other couples get married. We want to have children. And they did. They got uh, announced they were pregnant in November, but they already had their wedding planned, which was in December. And America just kind of started to get on their side. But, like, he was getting death threats because people hated him so much. Um, So they've just been living this really happy life now in Arizona. And she gave birth to their daughter, Alessi. 
And yeah, they're super happy. I'm happy for them. And so Kyle, tell us a little bit about like their signs and who's compatible, who's not. Sure, absolutely. So Ari is a Virgo, which is an earth sign. Lauren is a Scorpio, which is a water sign. So naturally their elements do work very well together. Virgo is grounded by Scorpio, whereas Scorpio, or Scorpio helps Virgo to get out of their heads and into their emotions and feelings. Uh, jumping back to Becca, she was an Aries. And Virgo and Aries clash because both have a very specific way of doing things. Aries can be very aggressive and direct, which can scare the more docile and practical Virgo. And in no way does that make Virgo weak. You know, they just have a very different way of going about things. Virgo will drive Aries absolutely crazy with their nitpicking and criticism. And this is just going to make Aries angry because they... The thing about Aries is that they, they really like uh, having everything to be their way. I mean, tell us about Aries. I mean, I'm like, no, you're correct. You know, everything you're saying. Because if someone criticizes correct. you, you're like, no, this, excuse me? I know. That's, that's absolutely I'm my Aries first rising res too, so. response. Like, I have to, like, <laughs> take a deep breath and just go, like, they're trying to be helpful, Sari. Or if they're not, then I can say, well, I don't need to listen to them. But, like, my first <laughs> response is always not good. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. And I have to just, you know, pause. Well, it's it's one of those, totally. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we, we put so much energy and, and, you know, focus into our ideas and into really, you know, making things happen. And, you know, obviously that is very Mars energy. It's aggressive. It's, mm -hmm. you know, very forceful. And we get shit done, mm -hmm. you know. So whether you're an Aries rising or you would have an Aries sun. But also I know that, like, it has scared men that I've dated away. It is like, you know, it takes a very specific kind of person to either, you know, partner with me because the thing is, it's like, not only do I need to be able to like take control sometimes, I also need someone who can be like, bitch, sit down. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and if oh, I don't yeah, have I'm that, right. then I'm going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm this power trip. And it's just so lame because it's not fun after a while. Right. Like, I want an equal force. Like, exactly. I don't want exactly. To be with someone who's passive. Yes, like, exactly. That does not work for me. I am also not good at, like, the subtle hints. Like, if someone <laughs> is trying to drop subtle hints to me, I'm like, look, either you mean what you're saying or you don't. You know? Mm -hmm. So just, just tell me. Like, you like because I'm so direct, I need people to be direct with me. So I can't do the whole, like, yeah. well, oh, I was just casually totally. hinting forever and you didn't notice. I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> if well, that tell me. It's I love because, like, working with Sam is... You know, we'll you know we'll be you know on our mission of like crushing work or you know Pastor Kiki or like going out and you know trying to rule West Hollywood for like five hours, whatever. <laughs> and, but like I'll be like all like fiery and feisty, and she'll be like Kyle, sit the fuck down, <laughs> and I'll be like, what do you mean? And she's like, shut up, and then she'll just like take over, and I'll be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I know. You guys are well matched. Yes, I've started telling you to shut up a lot lately, and I mean it in like the sweetest. I know. The because you gave me permission because I, I don't. Know. I don't like doing that, <laughs> even though I want to do it all the time. So I was gonna say you seem like a really sweet person. It's kind of hard for me to imagine you because I'm telling you to shut up. Yeah, but <laughs> it happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, oh you know, he told me he gave me permission, so I was like, great. So um, it. yeah, now I can tell him that, but. That, and I respect it though, yes. you know, because it's like, I know that, you know, as a friend, as a business partner, as a collaborator, you know, we're still working, we're on the same team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a power struggle. Exactly. That's the thing that you don't want. Like, that's the tricky thing mm -hmm. is like, well, you want someone who's also assertive and direct, but not in like a, and now we're trying to see who's the most dominant, like, yeah. can't. <laughs> oh my God. I wish we could have just 
filmed your like face with that. That was just adorable. I love it. Yes. So that kind of makes sense though, as far as Becca and Ari were concerned. Like it just what, and even the way he broke up with her, it she was just she was so taken by surprise. Like, WTF? Are you serious right mm-hmm. now, dude? Like mm-hmm. this isn't how you communicate. This isn't how you do things. But mm-hmm. it actually surprises me that Lauren is a Scorpio. Well, interesting, like, actually diving into even further of this. Okay, so he, being a Virgo, both the the women that he chose here are ruled by Mars. So he likes women who are actually going to be fiery, intense, passionate, and likely to take charge in certain ways. So, you know, Aries and Scorpio both have that. And both, that's what Becca and Lauren are. So then also looking at the specific transits, though, in March 2018, when Ari and Lauren announced their relationship and he proposed on the show... Jupiter, the planet of miracles and opportunity, was in Scorpio. So when this was happening, it was showing that this was a beginning chapter of Lauren's life for 12 years, because when Jupiter is in our sign, it literally is the beginning of this next 12-year cycle. So major things always occur, engagements, pregnancies, marriages, people are like launching their career, whatever they want to direct that Jupiter luck energy to, it, it creates this faded beginning. So that, you know, that was just a really lovely, lovely thing that ultimately was working in their favor now. The, and then jumping ahead to their child, though, Alessi, is, she's a Gemini. So import, some important things to know about this child before we move on to the next story is that she is an... Uh, where is it? So uh, this child... Yeah, she's likely to be an Aries moon with a, being a Gemini. So she's going to be very active, flexible, curious, and you know, very wanting to like dominate her life with this kind of energy you know, all together with this fiery moon. And then she's going to be pulled to new experiences and communication. And ultimately, I do think that she's going to be closer with her father because they're both ruled by Mercury. And that's, uh, so they're going to have an intellectual approach to things. So, yeah, I just wanted to like jump onto all of that. So I I had those notes for it. So, but I mean, what do you guys think of that? You know, like... I think, you know, just because people didn't want to watch their loves, like it might have not made the best TV, but at the end of the day, I do think that they probably seem like a better pair and I'm happy for them even well, though and, and I was with, angry. With Jupiter being in that place for them, that's showing that it's, it, there's a long-term trend that's happening with Well, that. also, mm-hmm. how many, I don't have the stats in front of me, but of bachelors that actually then go through with I have the marriage, stats. Let's hear it. What's, okay. Like, how many bachelors have actually gone through, or like percentage, so, with marriage? There's only been three and two out of the three ended up going with their runner-up and getting married. And then only one bachelor has ever married the woman that he chose which is sean lowe um it's not a great track record no the tune in every week (laughs) well the bachelorettes have a much better um track record like it's um, it's more than half i think so you know as we get in later in the bachelorette season we're definitely going to be doing some bachelorette segments to predict like who hannah's going to pick but that'll be in a few weeks Our next story, something a little bit less happy, Uh, Kit Harington from Game of Thrones. Everyone's been obsessed with him for years and years. So it has just been released that he has been in a treatment facility, in a rehab. He's actually been there for about a month now, but the news is just coming out. And it is in Connecticut. You know, it sounds very fancy. It's called like Privé Suisse. And he's going through, like, mindful meditation, cognitive behavioral therapy. Apparently, the end of Game of Thrones hit him really, really hard. And I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I know what happened. I don't want to give away any spoiler. But, like, I think when he was at the table read for the last episode, he literally had a meltdown. 
and was like, this is what you're doing to my character. Like, this is what's happening. And, you know, I obviously, though, he did have some kind of history with substance abuse before then. Um, his wife he met on the show and Rose Leslie. They're a very sweet couple. She's been by his side throughout this whole thing. People have seen him out and around about in town in Connecticut. So I'm sure he's going to be OK. But it kind of came as shocking news because everyone has been so into Game of Thrones the past couple of months with it ending. And there were so many positive things going around it. And then to find this out is kind of sad that he was really struggling behind the scenes. Well, jumping into their charts and, and just kind of what's been going on. So Kit is a Capricorn with a Scorpio moon. Rose is an Aquarius with a Cancer moon. So they have the same elemental moon sign, which is water. So it shows that they can easily connect, relate, and flow together. They're both extremely emotional people and require a lot of emotional support and likely can be very needy to their partner because of that. So, you know, it's actually good that they have that compatibility because it's, it's allowing them to complete that. You know, however, you know, on a, a broader scheme of things, you know, Kit has been under immense global pressure and stress due to the insatiable hunger for this series. I mean, Sari, what would you do if you were literally, the entire world was watching your character? Like, how would that go to your head? How would that change everything about you? Because, like, oh, literally, yeah, it's like... it's his entire identity. I mean, he, like, you would be literally one of the most famous people in the world for one moment in time, and you're never going to be able to be that I again. know. Well, Is I that insane? It's, like, mm-hmm. not even just one moment. I mean, it's, like, been almost a Ten decade, years. You know? Yeah. But building so, up to now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I, that's got to be huge and tough and like a hard thing to process and then if you mix in like a little bit of like oh you know heavy drinking or whatever Mm -hmm. like that's gotta be really tough the one thing i will say about this whole story is that like yeah there's this perspective just like oh how sad he's going to rehab i'm like no he's going to rehab that's fantastic yes absolutely he's getting help you know, that's, it's like people are looking at that element and going like, oh no. And it's just like, no, the oh no actually guys was like a couple months ago. Like the fact that he's at the point where he's going, whatever. and the thing is we don't know the full story. We don't know how messy or not messy it was behind the scenes for them, you know, but the fact that he's like going, okay, whatever I'm doing right now is not working for me anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to seek help and I'm going to do what I can to get healthy. I mean, that's, more people should be doing that. Hundred percent. It's phenomenal. Well, it, so also, you know, looking at the specifics of his chart right now. So Jupiter, as I was talking about before, it, it takes twelve years to go around around the cycle. To, so it visits different areas of our lives. Right now, it's in his twelfth house, and that rules healing and privacy. There this is going to continue until December, exactly. So literally, with it being a retrograde because it's going backwards right now, it means that he's spending a lot of time on his inner growth of how he can truly, you know become more of a private person, have his inner needs met, and really heal any of that trauma and, and pain that he's been going through. It makes sense because he's going to have to go, whether he wants to or not, he's going through a public transformation because yes. he's mm-hmm. no longer Jon Snow. He's going to have to publicly redefine. So I think exactly. it's, it's really cool that he's also taking this moment to like go, okay, I'm going to do, I need to privately redefine before stepping into this next phase. Well, the thing that I love that you're even just saying right now is literally by you pulling that out and discussing it, you are so in tune with the patterns of life and, and the public and everything because that's literally what's going to happen to his stars because Jupiter goes into his first house in December. So he is right now transforming like a phoenix and he's going to fully redefine himself next Rise year. from the ashes. Yeah. yeah, and who knows what he's like already attached to that we don't even know about. Oh, I'm sure, I mean? yeah. So like he could have some huge thing that he's going to start filming soon 
Yeah. Oh, totally. And that might be too much for him. That might actually be mm-hmm. terrifying him right now that he has that. So mm-hmm. I'm excited just because I have a feeling that he definitely yeah. will like be back in a big way. But I'm very happy that he's he finding he's some so help. He's so talented. He's so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I had like a dream about him the other night. Did I, you? I did. I woke up and I was just like, that was interesting. Is naughty? Is naughty? Maybe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love naughty dreams. Right? I really do. Um, I haven't had my first sex dream in like quite a while. I've actually been having it about this one person that's just very bizarre. Oh, Kyle. I know. I mean, it's like I haven't had sex dreams in years. Uh, well, I wish I could say the same. Um, <laughs> so He's so cute, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. It, have fun, you know? You I mean, can I do whatever him. you want in your dreams, so continue. just get at it. No, it's going to be in real life, I promise. Okay, so our next story is about Lamar Odom and Khloe Kardashian. So we all really know the saga between them a few years ago. Like, they were married, they were in love, and she took him back a couple of times, I think. He was a drug addict, alcoholic, was sleeping with prostitutes on the regular. Um, And it was, you know, very mortifying for her. And he almost died um, of an overdose at one point. She took him back, he got back on his feet, then he fell off again. And then, you know, she went on to pick another D-bag that, like, another... Just stay away from the athletes, girl. Just, Just do it. Um, so we haven't heard this story a lot recently, but now Lamar just came out with a book, just spilling the tea about everything. And he was on Jenny McCarthy's Sirius XM show called The Jenny McCarthy Show. And basically he said that Chloe was still the love of his life and he wakes up every morning hoping that like he'll one day get her back and that Tristan Thompson, who's her baby daddy, that cheated on her, um... Chloe deserves better, and I kind of was just reading this whole thing. I'm like, dude, she, you're right, she does, and that's why you should, if you love her, you should stay away from her. And so the Kardashian camp hasn't made an official statement yet, but he basically was just like putting his like ball back in the game, and I think that Chloe, you know, needs to move on with somebody that doesn't have these issues. And, I mean, it it does go back to, like, who she she is. is, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I honestly think she's holding out hope still for Tristan Thompson, um, which is just sick. Like, she just must be okay. Like, that's her baby daddy. Sorry, I'm asking so many questions because I don't really keep up with the Kardashians. (laughs) So, yeah. there was fun there. That was great. Uh, I was coming out of my mouth. I was like, here it goes. (laughs) So, that's good, though. For those that don't know, um... She so she has a baby daddy. Yeah, so, so days not, together. not anymore. Days before she gave birth, they were you know they were together, and literally videos surfaced of him hooking up with a girl, um, and then she went into labor. No. Yeah, it when like was this. This. I know, maybe I remember this happening. Yeah, it was sometime years ago. It was like sometime last. It was like a year ago. Yeah. Such trash. And um, that is so, so then. She took him back, and then a few months ago, he was caught cheating with Kylie, her sister, with her best friend, Jordan Woods. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Now that whole thing is starting to make sense to me. Yes. I remember everyone just dragging Jordan Woods, and I'm like, I don't think she is. I don't know why this is happening. Now I know. Thank you for informing me. Yes. So, Kyle, let's get into kind of like Lamar, Chloe, (sighs) Tristan. Like, what is this? That heavy side. What a mess. Totally. So this is some water sign drama right here. So all of the water signs are involved in this little love story. And it just illustrates the intense chemistry between the signs. So Chloe is a Cancer with a Gemini moon. Lamar is a Scorpio with a Gemini moon. 
And Tristan is a Pisces with Aquarius moon. So there's all of this intense energy that's water-based because that's their sun sign, but then they all have an air sign, moon sign. So it's showing that they can be very in touch with their sensitivity and emotionally connect and, and understand their deeply uh, intense resources of feelings, but then they also intellectualize them in their relationships. So they can be analytical, but also witty and fast and perceptive when they're, when they're communicating. So it's that same similar kind of flow that allows them to be like, oh, I get this person. That's why I like them because they have that balance of that well, water and air. And they have to intellectualize everything that they go through emotionally because it's broadcasted to oh my God. everyone. I mean, I couldn't imagine having to be that, I guess, calculated with like the moves that you make in your relationship where it's just mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, am I going to be seen with you publicly now? Like, mm -hmm. are we going to, like, that's got to be so I can't even imagine. hard to navigate. And like, as tough as that's been for all of them, this entire scenario, these people have to have really thick skin. Well, emotionally, let me, right? It's also, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a macrocosm of what we all do on our social media every day. You know what I mean? Because it's like we we all brand our relationship or we are showing who we're connected to or any of those kinds of things. And obviously, you know, at a very, and it's so funny because my friends uh, were, were breaking down someone's social media from my past. And they were like, dude, he is just putting that shit on display because no, they're really not happy. They're really not actually, I know Sam's going to like claw my face off for not I know, I'm this, literally but, like, you what? Cut. So, you like, did a deep dive or you should have been diving. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll stop. But, no, but, but I fully really get it. Like, yeah, I have friends you know, like, really just flaunt a relationship yeah. that's like brand, brand new, and I'm like, mm -hmm. that's weird. I find it super strange. Like, it's one thing if like mm -hmm. you post a photo with your partner because like that's your because person you're, because you're in love and, and you're really. doing stuff together and it's like part of your life and it's like just normal. But like, mm -hmm. I, it's funny because it's so nuanced and mm -hmm. you can always like. Tell. But it's also so funny because then the people that don't post anything, mm -hmm. it's also super shady because they're, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. Like, I just yeah. feel like it, it, it's, okay, I, we need to change the subject because I'm going to get crazy. No, I know. <laughs> I sorry. I, I just, I'm like, fascinated by social media. I know, and, and right? It's changed the way that we act yeah. and behave but then interact. The like, macrocosm of, of these celebrities that are doing is exactly what you're talking about. Like, that's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, Chloe just wants somebody by her side, like for these carpets, for these events. And who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> I, know. I get it. it I can't, this fabulous lifestyle that we are all living yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember if um, Kris Jenner, once she took Tristan Thompson back, I feel like Kris Jenner made him sign something that basically said if you get caught cheating, it was like he owed them money every time or something or it was something like that. Like these women know what their men are going to do. And it wouldn't surprise me if at the end of the day, it, Chloe was just like, listen, do what you want, but stop being an effing idiot about it. Wait, are you saying they figured out a way to monetize his <laughs> cheating? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I these haven't. people. I know. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, teach me a way. I'm like, wow. Right, yeah. Right. It's crazy. Matt but it's on that game. <laughs> Dang. It's not working. Um, and at this, and I honestly think he's just like, dude, I don't care. You know, mm -hmm. like I don't even really want to be a part of this whole thing mm -hmm. anymore. And yeah, and Lamar, I think probably knows that. And he's like, I still love her. I'll take her back. I'm well, gonna write a book about it. Yeah. Well, the one thing that actually I want to just the last thing I want to say about them is that Chloe and Lamar have the same moon sign of Gemini. So it means that they're very 
they easily can understand and emotionally connect with each other almost intuitively. You know, even, it be, even though they are an air sign, it allows them to communicate in a way that's like, okay, all right, I get you. I get you, boo. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to really make you feel safe and secure with someone. And that's why, you know, even though she's cut him out, you know, I'm assuming he's still like, baby, please. Plus, you got lots of money. Yeah. Please, baby. You know, ugh, next. Yeah. Thank you, next. Ugh. Chloe, you know, you're many people's favorite Kardashian. <laughs> oh, so, like, just make us proud, please. Find a nice man. Okay. Lastly, we're doing our Celeb WTF, and I'm super excited I thought of this one because it's something I've always been super interested. Some people might not know the players, so let me explain. David Foster and Katherine McPhee. So David Foster is one of the most um, like acclaimed musician, like music producers of all time, and he's an older man now. He's um, well into his 60s. And he like he was married to um, Yolanda <clears throat> Hadid, who is like Gigi and the Hadid sisters, um, their mom. Their mom. And his first marriage, he had two kids, uh, Sarah and Aaron Foster, who have kind of become they're like socialites. Um, I don't even want to say influencers. Like they had their own show at one point. They actually have. They're really cool girls. I actually really like them. So they've just been this big like Hollywood celebrity family and he met Catherine McPhee who was the runner-up for American Idol in 2006 and obviously she's like been on Broadway now she's had her own tv show at one point she's wildly successful she's super cute yeah and um they met actually when she was on the show when she was 22 years old and he was a mentor and he was like married she was in a relationship and they just became friends he actually sang at her wedding um, in 2008 and then next weird. thing yeah <laughs> so yeah and everyone's like oh harmless I mean he's like how he's much... like trying to sneak in there you know yeah, like, yeah you just like... imagine making this like aggressive eye contact like, at yeah her. he's like, over oh 30 gosh. years older than her you know like it was it was so whatever <laughs> So they obviously Bunny. kept their <laughs> professional relationship. Um, and then cut to 10 years later, like two years ago, there were rumors swirling that they were dating and both of them were divorced. And, you know, everyone thought, nah, I don't know. That's And the thing is, like, they're both successful. I don't really think she necessarily needs him either. It doesn't seem like a gold digging kind of thing. Um, and then they went public and they were engaged in uh, 2018 and everyone's super supportive of it. The, his daughters are super supportive of it. It's a very sweet romance, but it's very odd. So WTF is going on here. So I agree. This is such a weird couple. I mean, I literally was looking into it and I was like, Ugh, all right, okay, 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 <laughs> And I'm I not, you know, I'm not trying to judge, you know, the, the you know, validity of what they have, but also like looking at like how these certain things are just aligned. So Catherine is an Aries sun with a Sagittarius rising, which is which is exactly what you are, Sari. She's me. She's, I mean, you need to find it. I really classroom. am psychic. Stop. Like picking these, because Kyle's like every week, the people that you pick, it's like every, they're all somehow kind so of aligned exactly. and I don't do it on purpose. Super weird. I know. You are. Legit. She's a celebrity in You're channeling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, so then David is a Scorpio sun with a Pisces moon. So Aries with Scorpio, as we've kind of mentioned a lot, there is this kind of fatal attraction because of the drive of Mars, and it creates this passion, but it also Tell me creates... About it. I have so many like, Scorpio exes. 
Yeah, I mean, too many. Right? Who doesn't? Right? Uh, <laughs> right. Don't we all? Right. So, but anyway, so their um, their moon signs are also very compatible. It means that they can also communicate from a place of understanding. Even though Catherine is probably a bit more reserved, but he likes that because it can kind of keep him on his toes because she's you know. She's, she's aggressive, she's direct, and, you know, she also is adventurous and passionate, which is going to allow him, you know, he's older, he likes that youth. But the thing with him being a Scorpio is he also likes control. Mm-hmm. So I took an actual deeper dive into their relationship because I still couldn't figure out, like, all right, you know, like, I get it from a basic level, but I'm also keep thinking money, you know, whatever. So, But she has her own. But still, there's a different level of, yeah, kind sure. of money and lover, like luxury yeah. and refinement and power and influence at the end of the day. So her Mercury, which is the planet of communication, is conjunct his Pluto. So this means that they have a favorable union of their minds and they can actually speak to to each other about things that they can't really talk about with other people. Also, her Mars is trying his Neptune, which means that they they both have this really exciting imagination fantasy that they can live through their relationships. Oh. Yeah. Um, So, you know, interactions can be hard to define at times, but they also really help each other's outlook on life. And this adds mystery and attraction to each other. There's daddy, daddy issues, I guarantee this. So <laughs> um, then her Mars is sextile Pluto, which means that there's immense physical passion and sexual attraction. And over time, it doesn't lessen, it gets stronger. So I know, I mean, come on guys, look at that. You know what's going on here. You know what's going on. Fun times. Yeah. Uh, but then let's, them. <laughs> right? a, a lot of Viagra in that house, right? Uh, but the last, just to finish it. So, looking at the transits of what's going on, uh, with them being engaged and married, we can see these eclipses hitting them in different ways. For Aries, these eclipses are hitting her career because it's blowing up. Then, with her having a Sagittarius rising, and this is also similar to you, Sari, mm-hmm. is that she's in one of the luckiest years of her life because of this growing chapter. And then, however, because for David. Jupiter's in his house of possessions and belongings and worth. So he's actually taking pride in his possessiveness and ownership of her. That's exactly how this is working. Isn't that so gross and amazing? Yeah. But hey, I mean, people, we are all weird and we all have weird things, but... And yeah, that's legit it, it guys. That's legit it. They like it. <laughs> Fine. You know? And it's so hard to like, ugh, like I get my own like little mm-hmm. like ugh, feelings of like judginess when you see these relationships with these huge age gaps. And I really have to stop and be like, well, who the F am I to to judge? Like, mm-hmm. look, their stars are clearly aligned. Legit, yeah. So. And well, Catherine doesn't age. seem, yeah, and she doesn't seem like a kept woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she seems... Well, she's feisty as F, yeah, you know? Yeah. She can take care of herself, so... Yeah. Good for them, right? I mean, good, for, good for them. Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And th- those are good things, you yes. know? Those are positive yeah. things. And, and, and I feel like in our soul direction, as long as we're satiating the things that we want in positive ways, rather than resorting to, like, negative uh, releasing of that, you know, like doing it in a discreet or evil way or harmful to yeah, other people. Acting yeah, yeah, acting out like they're doing it in a very, that's, it's, it's in alignment with them and they're happy and in love and getting married. So like, you know, we can judge a little bit over here and be like, oh my God, but we can also be like, you know what, congratulations. But, and you know what else too, the fact 
fact that they do have this history and they've known each other forever, it's not like she just like tripped and fell and into his lap. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they've like she's had a long time to get to know this person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, next we are going to be diving into you, Sari, oh and learning about what's going on with you career wise and lots of other things, which we know is really going well right now. So Kyle. Cool. All right. So you are an Aries sun as we mentioned before, Mm -hmm. and a Sagittarius rising. So for your entire life, for the rest of of your life, the thousands of years that you will live, uh, you're gonna read for Sagittarius and Aries. Cool. Okay, so, you know, interestingly though, you know, a lot of astrologers, we just, you know, on a very basic level, will be like, okay, let's just look at those two signs. You know, the more in depth we look at, we also look at the degree of everything. Mm -hmm. So you're a late degree Sagittarius, so that means that you're towards the end. So your first house of identity, which is the mask that you wear, the personality that you present to the world, contains a lot of Capricorn as well. So I don't know anything about Capricorn. I feel like I always look at Sagittarius because it's another fire sign, and mm-hmm. one of my best friends in the world is a Sagittarius, and he and I have a lot in common, just totally. in general, but I don't really know anything about Capricorns. Well, you know, you're really going to define more with the Sagittarius energy, but because of the way that like the chart aligns, we can see certain transits and things that are happening in the beginning of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I thought was really interesting is that you're having a ton of eclipses in and on your identity. So the way that the world is seeing you is changing. And that began at the beginning of this year. It's going to continue throughout the entire year. And... So you're going to be seeing a lot of major shifts and changes in your life, destiny, and path. And so, for instance, even before you know us talking today, you're talking about some important things that were shifting and changing that you were made either you possibly letting go. Mm-hmm. But but had you not let those things go, you wouldn't be directing to better projects, better use of your time, better relationships, better focus of your mind, whatever that be. Yeah. You know. So that's really interesting here. The next big moment for you in this eclipse energy is July 16th. A massive culmination is going to happen that puts you front and center around then. Which, you're talk- isn't your- didn't you talk about the, the show? Isn't it going to be... The show's going to be on July, on July. I think it's July 4th. I think it's probably when okay. it's going to um, drop or premiere or whatever it is on the internet. Um, I didn't even have July 16th. I literally, last night, I just booked a flight. I'll be... No, I think it's like two days after that. I'm going to be on a family trip like right after that, Mm -hmm. which is always so nice. I had an amazing experience last fall. It was when I I booked a job while my mom was in town. Oh my God, I love that. And you never like get that experience, you know, with your parents that aren't in the same state as you. So it's like I got the call and then I got to like turn to my mom and get a big hug from my mom. And it was like such a special moment. That's amazing. I like that there's like these positive things happening when mm-hmm. I have my family around me. Oh, that's so sweet. No, it was really it. special, you guys. That's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So with it being a, a, a lunar eclipse, this is destiny. This is one of the things that's going to like literally change your life around this point in time. Ooh, what's she so, going to get? You know, like I said, it's, 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 it's in your first house of identity. So it's putting you front and center. It's also allowing you to be brighter and do the things that you want in your life. The next time is another eclipse on December 25th. It also falls in your first house of identity. So in the 10 days that follow after that mm-hmm. are literally recreating like the next entire chapter of your life. Oh, that's so interesting because it's like right like Christmas and New Year's. Like, yes. Which is always a like, huge time of self-reflection for me because there's like 
literally nothing going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, between mm-hmm. Christmas and New Year's, there's mm-hmm. no work to be done. Like, there's there's no nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm usually, like, hanging out with my family, eating way too many cookies, and, like, Wait, hopefully doing some journaling, you know? Totally. And really just trying to set... I always take that time to journal like crazy and like, okay, what are my goals? What are my intentions? What am I letting go of? What am I trying to bring into my life? Like all of that. Totally. And I love it. And that's, that's great use of that. That's great, great use of that. Then also. You said that's an eclipse that's happening there? Yeah, there's two. And we, the first one we had was on January 5th. Okay. So that was really, really big for you. Uh, The next thing is that just from your solar chart, Mm -hmm. You are going through massive career expo- uh, career explosions. You know, it, this is just, it, it keeps getting bigger. And your biggest time of career and renewal, uh, yeah, your biggest time of career mm-hmm. for 12 years mm-hmm. is going to be from October 21st, 2019 until November 29th of 2020. Wait, so say, from say the those dates again so my brain can get them in there. October 21st, 2019. 20, 2019, this year. This year. So okay. That's, pretty, that's not that far away. Uh-huh. Until November 29th, 2020. Okay, so for a little over a year. Yes. It's all this so stuff. you're going to be front and center. You're going to be really focusing on how you're renewing yourself. You're presenting yourself to the world. You're, you're really going to be... Uh, literally, that is the biggest new chapter of your entire 12 years. So everything that you've been doing for 12 years is building up to this reset. I was just about to ask about like the 12 year thing. I'm like, are you saying for now the next 12 years? Like, okay, that year is like going to be like the biggest year for the next 12 years. Or is it more of like in culmination of like the last 12 years? The last 12. So everything that you've been learning in your relationships, it's every area of your life. It's not just career. It's the self-development that you've been doing it's your connections with family. It's the you know your home that you've been living in. It's every area of your life, mm-hmm. and allowing you to then really renew and reset and, and start new beginnings in these areas. You may buy a house. You may get engaged. You may get married. You may have a child. You, you know mm-hmm. all of these really right. there's like big personal things that can happen as well. Totally. Yeah. But also because of the way that your chart is aligned, it's also going to fall in your fame sector. So that is, just, it's just so crazy. Like, I'm so excited for you. And that's why when I was going through this, I was like, I always believed in you. And I was like, always you a really legit, have, I know. legit. You believed like, in me when I was like, oh, sure, Kyle. I don't, <laughs> you know, like, I wouldn't believe in myself. And you'd be like, you're a star. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. You know? And, I'm like, okay, I'm going to just try to get, get on your level there. And now you are, you know? And it's like, you really, really are. And you keep growing. And, and that's the cool thing is that, you know, looking at all of this development and growth and release that you're going through now yeah. in order to get to that point where then everything is starting again. So it's not like a clean slate in the sense of like, oh, great, I have to start over. It's I'm going to the next level yeah. of 12 years now yeah. and I'm going to take. And that's why I'm saying is like you're already at this level now. Mm-hmm. Imagine the 12 years that come after that. Like literally, are we talking about are there Emmys there? Are there... You know, Oscars, what is there? You know, are you yes, yes. directing, you know, <laughs> uh, a massive Marvel movie? Are you directing a massive period piece? What are you, like, and, and I feel like one thing yes. that I think would be really cool. I'm saying is, yes to all of them. You know, take these, t- like, what are some goals that you think that you want to accomplish in those 12, like, knowing that that's coming. So now that you have this window in time, what are some of the things that you're going to challenge yourself to that we can hold you to literally on this Astro Kiki? Oh my God. 
that is being released on <laughs> June 5th, 2019. Guys, the pressure is real. <laughs> Woo! Um, no, I just, I love that you've given me this information because, I mean, as I've said, I'm an avid journaler. So that's going to be a really cool thing for me to just, like, focus on and go, okay, like, if this is coming, what can I do to be the most prepared, the most grounded, the most open? The, the luckiest. Most, yeah. Ah, you know, it's funny because, like, I'm, I'm so, like... The nature of this industry is that there's there's only so much that we can as an individual control, and it's ourselves. You know, the, the opportunities that come my way, they, they come or they don't, you know, and it's like I just, I have to control me and my responses and my actions, and so I'm just going to, like, really take this time to, to manifest, like, the healthiest, strongest, most vulnerable person that I can possibly be, so whenever these things kind of start falling my mm-hmm. direction, I know that I won't like self-sabotage them and go mm-hmm. and do that thing where I'm just like, oh, this is so good. I'm sure it's going to end or like, Bleh. you know, like that kind of like wonky mm-hmm. energy. Like I just want to like, what do I have to do to like cleanse my energy? Like that's what I want to like really just focus on. And only you know, you know, yeah. you know? and I think that that's so, it's so cool. Cause that, that, when it comes to astrology, you know, some people look at it as like, oh, it's prediction of like all these things, what's going to happen to me here? Well, yes, there are certain things that fall into our lives in these sectors. But mm-hmm. if you know you have more opportunity to bring in more love, well then you should use that time. Like right now, yeah, Venus is in my sign. So I I haven't even been like putting myself out there, but like I have several options of men who are really wonderful. And there's one person that I'm like really excited about and he's like literally everything I want. And so I'm like, yay. And we're like, like, and I'm like blushing, getting like excited about Calm it. Calm down, no, boy. No, because he's like, he's like awesome. Okay, I'm sorry. I Kyle like, falls in <laughs> love though. I'm not though. So That's not quick. true. When's the last time? Oh, please. When's the last time? Yesterday? No. Yeah. <laughs> I have been, like, heartbroken by my ex for four years. There's, I have not liked anyone since Tommy. Um, I'm sorry. There's a certain Scorpio uh, that I'm thinking about. Oh, he's such he, a You told me you were going to marry oh, him. Oh, no. I, he was manipulating me so badly. <laughs> okay, you guys. Well, not, anyways. We're going to about all that. No, no, but I do the same yeah. thing. Like, I'm so quick to, like, get attached into love relationships and yeah. to, like, get really excited and enmeshed and, like, see all the potential in this person mm-hmm. like and think everything's just going to be beautiful and fabulous. And that next thing I know... I'm like rearranging my life and I'm bending over backwards to please another person. So I'm also in that like phase of like, I'm not actively seeking anything. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just really, really doing, really doing me right now. Well, I'm also like very, I'm very, uh, guarded too. You know, it's like when I'm open, I'm open. Mm -hmm. But when I'm not, I'm like, you can, you can try to beat down that door as much as you want and you can just keep trying because it's not going to yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. And just quickly about me, because he's never going to listen to this, so it's <laughs> fine. I met a guy and I went on a first date last night. Like, yes. I am not good with relationships. Like, I've my parents had a super me- messed up one. Like, every single relationship I've ever witnessed has been bad. And so my brother jumps into long-term ones and I'm kind of like, no, 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 no. And then when something good starts to happen, I jump the gun a little bit too. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with him. Girl, I really like him. Boundaries are tough. Like, I know. It is a tough thing to yeah. out. Yeah. And I was like texting Kyle last night when I was in the bathroom and I was like, shit, like I really like him. Oh my God. Um, I need to be cool. I mean, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm so scared. He's like, why are you scared? And like last night was apparently like a very like magical night astrologically. Astrologically. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I'm still like a little bit like freaking out and just like, cause it's, cause I get excited and then I get hurt. So, you know, just let yourself enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Yourself, I think what's so hard. I know yeah. when I screw myself over big time is when I start thinking too much about the future. And I think about what could go wrong or what could go right. Or like mm-hmm. we could buy this house or it could end in a tragic divorce or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And then I can get myself like yeah. in such state and it's such a mess. And I think it's cause I have such an active imagination that it's like, totally. I start telling myself all these stories and and it's like... Well, the thing about astrology, though, is being able to look at the the transits and things that are happening, Mm -hmm. it actually gives everyone that really dives into it or, you know, studies it the ability to understand more of what is happening. Mm -hmm. So with Venus being in my sign right now, it's telling me that this is a really positive new beginning, that I actually could have something really fantastic with this person if it develops that way. If it was in a different place of my chart, it wouldn't be like that. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of love and attraction, we have to move on to our game, which is Bang, Mary Kill, Gemini Season. I picked our three suitors today. <laughs> so first we have Tom Holland. For those that don't know, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He's the new Spider-Man. Um, KJ Appa, a.k.a. Archie from Riverdale. Oh, gotta look him up. I'm sure you recognize him. You should know about Riverdale, little actress. You, you gotta know because you could no, be on I mean, it one I day. Know, I know. I know. He's what the. Riverdale is. I just don't know who this guy is. I need to see a picture. Yes. Ooh. He plays Archie. Um, and then. He's real cute. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, like mm-hmm. don't you remember? This is a funny collection. I know. Mm-hmm. It is a very funny collection. Um, yeah. Who would like to? Who would like to take a stab? I feel like we always give the let's give the guest. Yes. The first try. Unless you don't, unless you don't feel ready. Oh, no, hold on. Yeah, give me a sec. I need to like do a little bit more research on this on Mr. KJ. Yeah. I feel like oh, all right. I'll jump. I feel like I would. Uh, how old is Tom? Yeah, he's a little he's young. Baby. I know. I know. I feel creepy. Sorry, but you know what? He's like literally going to be one of the hugest. Biggest movie stars. Oh, yeah. He already yeah. is. Yeah. He's over 18. Yeah. Yeah, he's 23. He's 23. Oh, I, I have a thing. Know. I have a thing where I just like, I can't do anybody under 28. So you're going to kill the little boy? <laughs> no, but I don't really want to bang Colin Farrell either. Who, what? What? No, let me do more. All right, I'll go. <laughs> I am going to bang the F out of Colin Farrell because <laughs> apparently I think he's very good in bed. And okay. um, so, yeah, bang him. I will. Probably marry Tom Holland once he gets a little bit older. Um, who doesn't want Spider-Man as their man? And uh, I'm going to have to kill KJ. I just, I don't know, his character. It must be his character on the show that kind of, like, puts me off. And his, the fake red hair. But that's not his fault. I, I interviewed him on a red carpet about a month ago, and he just wasn't what I was expecting him to be. So Tell me about that experience. Uh, he just... <clears throat> he like didn't really want to be there and yeah, you know he's 21 he, yeah actually Ugh. but like he AJ? he does not look like he's 21 he no, literally he looks like he could be like 30 something yeah. yeah okay anyone else yeah i'll go oh my gosh i'm gonna like absolutely copy you i want to bang colin farrell mm-hmm. because yeah he, yeah just like does this need too much of an explanation yeah, like sexy just, irish i think he's irish yeah 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 he just seems sort of like dark and mysterious mm-hmm. and what's gonna happen in there we'll find out um i would marry tom holland because well he's too young but that's okay he's just seems very like 
wholesome and straightforward. And, you know, he really does carry those movies. Like, yeah. he really does. Like, and that's not, he's been in the spotlight since he was, I mean, Howell, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that takes a lot of maturity and a lot of professionalism to be able to carry a huge section of a franchise the mm-hmm. way that he has. So, I'll go with that. And then I'll, I'll kill this guy because of that awful hair. <laughs> all right quickly kyle what all right about i think you? i yeah all right so i'm gonna i'll let you guys keep colin farrell i don't want to hit that ever no thanks uh it's i straight girl fancy don't worry yeah yeah and these like young boys just don't do it for me but i feel like tom is quirky and sweet and charming so i would friend zone him now and then i would Date him and then marry him in maybe like 10 years. Oh, but no, I'm gonna be like 30. I'll be like, oh my god, I'll be 42, you guys. No, that's not cute. Okay, no, we'll, I'll marry him sooner. Okay. And then um, then I'm gonna do KJ, uh, I'll bang KJ Alpha. Yeah. I'll ride it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there are some rumors about yes, him, um, like in your side of the street. So who knows? Maybe it's a possibility. Oh. Yes, just have right. to say. All right. That wraps it up for this week's episode of Astro Kiki. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And thank you, Sari, for coming in. Where can everyone find you on social media? Um, just at Sari D. Young is my handle on Instagram and on Twitter. Awesome. And make sure to keep up with her and all of her projects. You guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to follow Astro Kiki Radio on Instagram, which is at Astro Kiki Radio. And I'm Kyle Thomas, and you can follow me on Instagram at M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S. Thanks for joining us today. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Astrology.